What's going on, good people? Happy Saturday. You've caught us on a Saturday. <laughs> You've turned into another episode of Youth Development, What's Working and What's Not. I'm Jackie Tyra, ma'am. Hey. <laughs> what's up, Jackie? <laughs> nothing, nothing. How you be? I'm good. Happy Saturday. Happy great outside, but hopefully restful and peaceful Saturday. Right. How your day been? <laughs> right. It's all cold and stuff. It's supposed to be supposed to get like some what some rain and some sleep. Uh, starting around yeah, starting in a few minutes actually. Mm, I gotta run a target after this. Talk <laughs> <laughs> <all> on <gone> it. <laughs> well to have your coat with the hood or your umbrella or something like that. You know what's funny? I was telling a friend this week because, you know, I believe seasonal depression is real. And, and, you know, this particular person mentioned to me that they might be going through that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was saying to them, you know, we had a couple of like really beautiful was it? No, maybe not a couple. But Jack, you remember that one weekend? like 65 63 yep. mm-hmm. I really believed that early in March that we were going to have a early summer <laughs> and every every day when it's like this I'm just like girl what were you think what were you thinking you, 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 for- you forgot where you live I forgot for a second so that's my little plug like if you ain't did nothing else for your your health and wellness today Open a window, <laughs> mm-hmm. even if it's just for five minutes. Open a window and breathe some breath, breathe some fresh air. I mean, breathe uh-uh. some fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend Jackie, my sister just sent me a morning routine that I'm gonna have to try out in the morning. Yes, uh, it's a it's a stretching. No, so okay, so I'm like really trying to like really be consistent with my working out here, right? I got a treadmill here at the house, so hey. I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I ain't getting no excuse because I don't, I don't be wanting to go outside no way like that, especially when it's cold like this. Mm-hmm. But, but you know that's how you know how like those COVID pounds snuck up on people, or whatever. You know they was in the house just chilling, <laughs> and oh. being that you was eating all crazy. It was just yeah. that you weren't moving. Yeah, that's true. So I said, well, okay, for me, I know, because I think I gained 10 pounds during COVID. I was able to lose those 10 pounds. So I was, I, so I said, well, okay, for me, since I don't, I'm not trying to go to no gym or nothing like that. I don't know if that's being lazy or what. I don't know. But I ain't trying to go to no gym. So that's why I got YouTube and I got the treadmill. Mm, come on with it. <laughs> I don't think it's lazy that you don't want to go to the gym. Check this mm-hmm. out. So around this time last year, um, if you're in Chicago, there is a uh, awesome, awesome, awesome woman who personal trains. Her name's Coach Paris. You can look her up on Instagram. Um, but I used to work with her, so I knew her very well. I was comfortable, you know, talking, having, you know, sister girl conversations with her. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> She's doing some stuff for the summer. I'm just going to go ahead and get included, okay? Mm-hmm. What I found out, though, or what I was, what I realized again about myself is I don't actually like to sweat in front of people, number one. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> number two. Um, also it was still COVID or it is still COVID currently. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, uh, the summertime and it would, the mass mandate was still very real, uh, mm-hmm. at this point last year. So with that too, I was like, yeah, I don't think the gym is for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I will tell you, they do, um, <laughs> she's a hit trainer. So mm. I'm gonna be honest, I, I forgot one of the eyes, right? But whatever HIT stands for, high just think high intensity, a lot of moving, yeah. a lot of like sweating, a lot of boot camp style training. She does that. She's gonna get you right, okay? Mm-hmm. 
that's not for me, honey. She's <laughs> <laughs> not. I thought she was for the six of them. Nope. And I realized, so I had to go through this process, right, to really understand it. So oh. I did like two or three sessions with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I did one of the boot camp sessions outside at Mandrake. Um, and you know, they have sessions all over the city. Right. But remember the year before, well, I don't know. I won't say remember like the listeners, right? But you know, Jackie, the year before when it was like full on COVID, mm-hmm. <laughs> with shelter in place, like I was taking my little butt to the track, right? Mm-hmm. So me and Samia would go and like run around the track for a little bit. I really thought, like, oh, okay, I can get to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I run. I ended up like going running. For the mm-hmm. first time, la- like earlier in the spring, um, and it was horrible last mm. year, right before I started with Coach P, Paris. And that's what made me think like, oh, maybe I should get a trainer. Maybe I just need to, you know, boost, you know, get some ideas to, you know, boost up my thought process, right? Okay. <laughs> About exercising, you know, get some motivation, be out with some other people that do this all the time. No, still not for me. Just <laughs> <laughs> not for me, okay? I'm I'm sharing all of this, though, to say that, again, I don't think it's lazy that you don't want to go to the gym. I think everybody has their, their unique, you know, way um, and their own atmosphere that they like to create mm-hmm. when they are uh, t- being in tune with what their body needs. That's all That's I'm saying. That's true. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I feel better then. <laughs> I feel better then because that um so the the little morning routine that I sent Tyra it was like a stretching routine and I noticed that I just go straight into my workouts whether it be you know something that I'm doing on YouTube or whether I'm running on the treadmill I don't like warm up or stretch and so um my friend who is actually a, a track coach she was like Jackie that's not good that you need to um actually you know, be stretching before and after your workouts, this, that, and the other. I was like, okay, cool. So I found that one. And when I tell you, Tyra, that thing, I mean, it it felt like, it really felt like I was at the physical therapist. Like, you know, mm. it, it wasn't, it wasn't like all that strenuous or like it, I mean, some parts of it did hurt only because you, because you just sitting up, you don't think that your back is stiff, right? Because you may not necessarily mm-hmm. be in pain. But, mm-hmm. you know, you move a certain way or you actually stretch your back. You're like, oh, my God, that hurts and feels good all at the same time. I have like, two questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And it feels good at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. Well, one, have you ever been to a chiropractor? I have a friend, like one of my very, very good friends that like swears by going to her chiropractor and I'm just like oh, I don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never been to a chiropractor I'll, although I have had you know professional massages and stuff like that but I've mm-hmm. not been to a chiropractor and it always amazes me. so I haven't uh had a, a I started to say a physical therapist massage lord <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a professional massage in a while but um it just amazes me when you do go like the amount of like pressure and tension. And I literally just saw someone say um, or post something on Instagram about like where you're holding your tension in your body and just being mm-hmm. aware of that and like being mindful of taking like full body breaths. Yes. Um, so my second question is, do you do yoga? Um, I don't do yoga, but I'm not opposed to doing yoga so I'm thinking that after actually after um I did that uh morning stretch routine that I sent you I may go on YouTube and search for some um videos definitely some more uh stretching videos or something like that because she told me about this thing called what's this thing called dynamic stretching because again she's a she's a track coach Mm -hmm. so I said what the heck is what the heck is dynamic stretching so (laughs) so it it allows she said dynamic stretching involves making active movements that stretch the muscle to their full range of motion these exercises often stimulate functional movements and help and help prime the body for more intense training so I was like oh okay so she says she doesn't allow her students to um, start their workouts nor end their workouts without doing 
the the dynamic stretching. So I'm like, okay, I'll try the di- I'll be, you know, I'll jump off the ledge and try the dynamic stretching. So that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Now, I gotta say, y'all pray for my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn today. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> why do you say jump off the ledge and try? Listen, listen, because listen, because if this thing hurt, if I pop something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna go back to my friend that sent me this. I'm like, you now now I'm in the emergency room because I didn't pop something and this was your fault because you told me to do this. You know what I'm saying? So but I'ma try it. I'ma do it. I I'ma do it. I, I no, I'ma do it. <laughs> you wanna hear a crazy story though? And y'all, I, this is not what we supposed to talk about. Not what we supposed to be talking about. But real quick. <laughs> so that uh weekend and we had that really beautiful weather, a group of my friends. <laughs> We went to this day party, like this cute little brunch uh, day party for uh, one of my friends who her friend was having like a a birthday, like shindig, and he's an event planner and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. or um, a party promoter and stuff like that. So he had this party. She invited us. We went, we came, we conquered, we danced. Girl was great, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But there was a point... um, maybe about midway through mm-hmm. the, the event maybe not midway through probably like you know 65 percent through the event right because we ended up i got there like 2 30 we ain't leave to like maybe 10 o'clock mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i felt this sharp pain in Uh-oh. my knee in my knee jackie and i know you know you've talked to me about this one particular friend that um talks about their knee problems and yes stuff like that. and I was like Lord don't let me be that person right let me have good <laughs> limbs let me have good joints you know what I'm saying let me I got a seven-year-old mm-hmm. I got to keep up with her mm-hmm. um, and that that event was like like I said early May I mean early March or whatever ever since then and I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest I really feel like there were a group of girls next to us and you know we're dancing we got a cute little table whatever um, and it was these girls, the younger, one of them was sitting on like the arm of the couch that we were on next to our table. I could have swear this half would kick me in my knee. Right? Oh. <laughs> like that's how sharp the pain was. But because I was, dead, it was also like, again, good vibes. I didn't see her leg extend to my knee. But that's how bad it hurt. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I had to, like, swivel around. Like, wait a minute. Like, because, wow. again, I was mid-twerk, right? <laughs> Not mid-twerk. <laughs> and it was very much like, oh, wait a minute. What just, what happened? What What's going on? Mm-mm. And it's funny because my friends, like, have been laughing. Like, you know, you're not as young as <laughs> as young as you used to be Tyron I'm like hold up no right <laughs> so young and fly right and I just think I think it's funny because ever since then I've been thinking to myself like oh maybe I should go get my my knee x-rayed or something mm-hmm. and it's so important one I haven't had time but then or I haven't had slash haven't made right haven't actively yes. made time but I just think it's important too like when we do have those friends around us that can kind of give us those nuggets about um I won't say proper usage of the body, but like how to um, be more mindful of the things that our body can actually do mm-hmm. <laughs> and the things that, you know, after time, our bodies aren't actually as agile, dare I say, mm-hmm. <laughs> anymore. Um, I just think that's so important to have and to cultivate those type of relationships because, it just even just sitting here right now in this conversation, Jackie. It just dawned on me like I could have asked at least two or three of <laughs> um, one of my cousins, one of my like bigger sisters, who's like not my mom's child, right? About, mm-hmm. honey, what should I do about my knee? And it it has not dawned on me until this conversation. Like, oh, maybe I should, you know, lean on some mm-hmm. of my friends. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, that that is that is like super. And, and again, this is not what we're going to be talking about. Um, yeah, that your mobility. Is mm-hmm. is so important, and you know we hear like in church all the time. We think that we thank God for the use and the activities of our yes. limbs, but right. But it's like w- when when that actually has an opportunity to be tried and tested, 
Mm-hmm. Like, man, I really thank God for my mobility because I know some people that are struggling just with their mobility. And I'm like, my God, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I couldn't imagine. Well, I don't even want to imagine. And that's why, you know, I'm, I try to be more cognizant, you know, like of, you know, with me working out and stuff like that or whatever, you know, just to make sure that I'm, that I'm, I'm doing my squats that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm doing my knee raises and stuff, you know, all that other stuff that, that uh, really works on, you know, your lower body and works on your mobility and stuff like that. Cause I'm just like, there, there's no way. Cause I know people, I kid you not, I know people that are not 40, and are in uh what them things called that's they're in um not wheelchairs but like hover rounds really i'm like what the world really is, yeah. oh i'm sorry also for people that don't know what hover rounds are <laughs> right with the, the yeah, they're not, what those they're are like I, I can't explain it but because you know <laughs> right they're not wheelchairs they are uh kind of like an electronic you know, mobility devices, electronic, they're not scooters. I don't know. I don't know how to describe them, but if you just Google hover around, you'll see it. You know, they're, they're, you know, assisted chairs, you know, um, assisted electronic chairs, you know, like to help people get around and stuff. And I'm just like that, that, that just always, it didn't sit right with me. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well let me, even though I don't have an issue necessarily with my mobility, but it makes me more and more, thankful and more and more um uh, cognizant of me working Mm -hmm. on stuff like that so it's interesting though because (laughs) I was at an event last night really beautiful community dinner um and a man came in in a wheelchair and I just thought well first of all the venue that we were at I was just like how did he get down the stairs in his wheelchair did somebody help him because when I saw him or when I when my eyes kind of like rested on him he was sitting by himself, number one, in the wheelchair, kind of like in the entryway to the event mm-hmm. or like close to the entryway to the event, not actually at a table. Again, mm-hmm. community dinner. And I just for a second, I thought, like, did someone just like push him there and leave him there? Like he was like he wasn't young, like you know, young, young people we work with, but he wasn't old either, right? So mm-hmm. he could have rolled himself there, he uh, wheeled his chair there, or someone could have, like, been talking to him and then he they just walked off or then the conversation kind of ended. But my mind just has so many questions, like, okay, why is he sitting there by himself, number one? Like, are the tables not, like, conducive for him to sit? Are they not tall enough? Or I just had so many questions. Just So just thinking about, um, again, being able, being in one of those situations where you don't have the the full usage, right? And having mm-hmm. to see, your, see the world through those eyes or through that mm-hmm. perspective. interesting to um to have to try to think about and be cognizant like you said of what other people go through right yeah absolutely so okay so let's um you know kind of like dive into what what we plan to talk about so let's jump off the ledge girl Oh, you're gonna to have to take the lead on this one these okay. these things that you saw these are the things that that uh disturbed your soul quite a bit okay so i'm gonna start by saying when i saw this i i i thought oh this has to be a podcast episode okay so if we had to title this i started saying if we had to title this sermon jesus <laughs> come on and we preach. had to title this uh episode it would be, um, what are we teaching our children? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So for those of us that 
have any social media account. We know over the past week, um, has it been a week and a half yet, Jackie? Um, it happened last Sunday. Man, it ain't even been a full seven days. Well, I guess today is the seventh day, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it feels like it's been eons ago since this happened because it's just been all over the place. I know a lot of people have said they're tired of hearing about it, but if you have any type of social media you have seen, heard about, or talked about even, um, this Will Smith incident with between uh him and chris rock at the oscars okay Mm -hmm. and of course with that you know uh flowing that all of those different conversations no matter how you feel you know right now about the aftermath of it um i think it's a really interesting thing to be able to see and for black children to be able to see right Mm -hmm. um Likewise, I saw this video, um, and it's on social media. You would have to like Google search it, or um, you know, search Instagram and TikTok for it, though, specifically. But there's a video floating around right now. I found it on Instagram because somebody reposted it, where um, there are there's a room, or, or I'm sorry, a gym full of children, right? A gym full of kids, and the video is kind of positioned really far out so you can't really see like what age groups they are I believe that they are high school students though I would have to fact check that but they're in a gym the video is happening in the gym there's some um, really loud music playing you could tell like it's either like a pep rally or a halftime show or something you know something that's meant to be festive right mm-hmm. but then the camera well, I won't say pans because most of the this most of the video this is happening, but it my eyes <laughs> caught like three or four women, maybe five tops, um, and in the caption it said that they were mothers, right, or parents of some of the youth who were in the stands, and they are twerking for the gods, honey. They are twerking <laughs> like I mean full like full downward dog. Jim Floor, honey, twerking. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now again, I'm going off of the caption. I'm going off of the information provided. Did I go to the school myself? Did I actually film the video myself? No, I didn't. But I'm saying that to say just even the image and the thought, right? Because we know it's not this ain't the only video, right? We know that's not the only incident. There are parents out there that think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. To be twerking in front of 16, 15, 14-year-old, 18-year-old boys, girls alike, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, the, the episode would be called, What Are We Teaching Our Children? I feel like I've already shared a little bit of my venting <laughs> and mm-hmm. a little bit of my perspective. So, Jackie, what are some mm-hmm. first reactions when you, you just kind of hear, like, whew, the topic, number one? <laughs> And then how how is uh, culture right now? What do you think culture is saying to parents about what we should and shouldn't be teaching our kids? You you know what I I did see, I did see that video, and I was confused. First of all, um, my my the first question that I had was like, is the principal in there? That was the first question. <laughs> and if the principal wasn't there, you know, did they think that that was appropriate? Because if that was just, you know, let's say like if um if if the school had like cheerleaders or they had like some sort of dance troupe or something like that, and they were in there, you know, and their moves were a little bit, you know, more provocative and stuff like that for their age or whatever, I would think that. And some an adult would have said something, right? You know, somebody mm-hmm. would have been like, you know, okay, like, no, nah, y'all need to, you know, change that or whatever. This, that, and the third, or so, not this show, not the no, not not in here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that that was the the first question I had was, is the principal in there? You know what I'm saying? And or it, <laughs> you said or what? Or any other administrator? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So is anyone in authority? in that room i'm pretty sure that there were teachers in there because you know they of, of course there couldn't have been a room full a gym 
full of students and there be no adult in there. So, uh, but somebody that was actually, you know, of a decision making of an, of an authority figure to say, okay, what the world is this? And then, I don't know if it was, um, you know, one of the students that, that recorded it or whatever, because they probably didn't even consider, you know, if they were being recorded or not. But if, if even if that wasn't the case, and, you know, like you said, she was one of the mothers, they was like all on the floor, you know, booty popping. And I was like, mm. you know, I wasn't sure like how old, you know, the children were that was in there, but it's just the fact that, you know, that's somebody mama on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. to, you know, you, you don't want to think about, you know, you know, that your mother does have, you know, kind of like that, you know, that capability or whatever. Nobody <laughs> want to see, don't nobody want to see their mama twerking. Who want to see their mama twerking? Like, you know, like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure, you know what I'm saying? You know, once Samia get older, she don't want to run into a video of like, oh my God, that's my mama, you know, whatever. You know, she feels, some type of, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what was the thought process behind it. That's that's what I, I don't get I don't get the thought process. And then it's like with parenting, and I think I've said this like you know quite a few times or whatever, that parenting is so personal, right? Um the, the art of parenting, let me say it like that. The art of parenting is so personal, meaning like uh as everyone has their own parenting philosophy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's subjective yeah it, it is and so it's like hmm you know and even when you try to have conversations with parents you know about certain things having to do with their children or just you know suggesting um you know that they could possibly like change some some something in their parenting style or whatever it can be taken as offensive why i don't know but it can, you know, be taken as offensive. So, I mean, parenting is so, even though I don't have any children, but I, I can tell I've had, you know, encounters with, you know, with parents, you know, where you're just suggesting, um, you know, certain things, you know, that would be you know beneficial to their children or whatever this and that. And they take that so wrong. And it's like, you know, you know, of course, you know, not generalizing, not every parent, but I'm saying the one the ones that I've had encounters with, like they could take a suggestion so wrong. And it's like, well what the what in the world? You know what I'm saying? So when when is it when is it not about you? Especially if we're talking about our children. When is it not about you? Mm. Yeah, I know you fly, you sexy, you da 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 you 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 mm-hmm. all girl girl you was all that can't nobody tell you that you ain't cute can't nobody <laughs> tell you you know what I'm saying anybody better not even try to tell you that you ain't fly and all this other stuff but at the end of the day who wants to see their mama twerking on the internet mm-hmm mm-hmm and so also earlier because I, I was talking about my knee I was talking about the event you know Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only it's only it's only a certain amount of twerking you're gonna get out of Tyra, okay? <laughs> like, and that's another reason why I asked about, you know, do you do yoga and stuff like that too? Because number one, offline, right? Off <laughs> off air, I mentioned to Jackie that I haven't, you know, been keeping up with my routine since I have been traveling so much for work or since my commute, my morning and afternoon uh commute to and from work had been so much longer than it has ever right um Mm -hmm. so I haven't been keeping up with my my morning routine and that stretching and I used to actually do like full-on yoga right Mm -hmm. um every maybe not every day let me not lie on the episode but (laughs) 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 but consistently right Mm -hmm. um so but I'm saying this to say um a lot of times when I say I'm twerking I'm I'm um Mm -hmm especially thinking about and again Megan the Stallion honey she she got knees right <laughs> she got really good knees okay <laughs> Beyonce they got a lot of them got really good knees they got dancers knees right and also, right let's be honest it is um not let's be honest let's educate too right it is it the art of twerking we should say derives mm-hmm. and uh comes from 
uh, I think West African, not East African, but like a West African um, culture. Okay. Um, okay, come on, educate us. Listen, you know, you uh, YouTube, Instagram, it, they, it be teaching sometimes. Okay, it be teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, however, so I'll go back and fact check and get the actual um, the actual African tribe that it hails from but there is some again just thinking about the way black people move our bodies anyway right right there is some celebration right that needs to happen there is some uh honoring of that especially the historical piece of it right to see that it's um been able to to reach this end (laughs) Mm -hmm. century however um it's just it's always interesting to me though when I see things that we know, like even juking, come on now. I would not, you, we're, I hear what you're saying, Jackie, about um, me thinking, just thinking, just the thought about some of the things I used to do at parties as a young person, right? For my daughter to see that those things, right? And not, you know, I wasn't out here like, you know, stripping or nothing like that. And right, no judgment if you have to do that, you know, I'm not judging you. Hey, God yeah. loves everybody. Mm-hmm. However, what I am saying is I think on the flip on the other side of what you said too is the idea that we grow, right? It's the idea that we grow as individuals, we grow as parents. But then also there were some things that, you know, we generationally, right? We used to keep very separate. Mm. So the same way Samia don't want to see me doing it, right? My mama didn't want to see me doing it when I was younger. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? If If it was a family get together and a particular song came on, right? I wouldn't be, you know, juking on the guy that I invited to the family outing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's just, you know, but now every there there doesn't seem to be a clear division of generational um things that are specific to the generations, right? So mm-hmm. um and again, I'm using the the idea of juking and twerking, right, as as the example. Or, um, you know, having certain types of dance happening and where they happen and who they happen in front of, right? Mm -hmm. Or even just certain exchanges that you might have as a young person trying to figure out your sexuality, right? For a lot Mm -hmm. of us, we didn't have, I'm sorry, for a lot of us, let me define that too, right? For a lot of millennials who are in our 30s. Mm-hmm. we didn't have parents that wanted to talk about sexuality or wanted to talk about um you know coming into your own as a young woman right so we look to our friends we look to cult you know we look to culture mm-hmm. i think the issue with that though is and i want to hear your thoughts on this too i think the issue with with it is that now everything is flowing in and out of media in a, right. in a way like it hasn't been before. And I know we've talked about this before, but seeing something about seeing that video, something about, um, I didn't watch the Oscars, so I think I got it the next morning, right? But mm-hmm. actually seeing Will slowly maneuver up to a stage, right, to slap somebody and not get mollywops, like to me, right. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> You know what? You know what? I my friend, um, you know, we were talking about it on um, on Facebook, you know, through the messenger or whatnot. And so um, I said one of the things that I noticed was that uh, Chris Rock has a lot of restraint, mm-hmm. you know, um, and his his restraint was very uh, uh, admirable. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I know some people they were saying like, oh, his stage is fake, whatever. I, I don't believe that at all. <laughs> but, um, but just the fact that he didn't even attempt to retaliate, I think that says uh, it. It could be shock. It, you know what I mean, but I mean, but still, you know, if somebody hits you, the 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 natural reaction is for you to hit them back. You know, regardless of whether you were stunned or not. You know, uh, the, your your natural reflex is to get your lick back, and the and he didn't do that, and then he kept on 
know, even after, you know, uh, Will went back to his seat and he screamed, all the other stuff, whatever. He said, you know, keep my wife's name out your mouth, this and that. And he was like, I'm going to. And then he kept on with the rest of the show like nothing happened. And I was just like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Not too many people were talking about that. You know, you know I don't know if too many people actually um, uh, ran to uh, Chris Rock's aid. Like everybody was running to Will's aid. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know, but I, I just thought that particular piece, and if anything that... um by seeing that a young person could take away from that is if to practice, if you can't certain level of restraint, Mm. you know, because I think um, Chris came out looking like the, you know, looking like the more mature one in this situation, you know what I'm saying? Because he could have said, he could, he could have literally done anything. He was well within his rights to do anything but he chose not to even you know he was this was being broadcasted worldwide right and and so now all of this uh the fallout you know is 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 happening because i mean because i was also telling one of my friends that you know uh, will and jada they have been clowned in the media for quite some time now i don't know if that could have been like his breaking point or whatever, this, that, and the third. But, you know, people have been talking about their marriage for quite some time. And because of the information that they put out, you know, about their marriage, about their relationship and stuff like that. So people, it's not like some people went digging, you know, Mm -hmm. for that information. Mm -hmm. A lot of that information was volunteered. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, you once you volunteer your information and and this is another nugget, you know, for our young people keep um, your mouth closed <laughs> that you know what i'm saying and don't just be volunteering all the if i had to tell listen i had to tell one uh one of my young people you know she has a child and her i guess the the the, the baby daddy made her bad and she took it to facebook and i mean going off i'm like girl my, my thing was with that is why you doing all that talking about him? He is lollygagging going on with his he life. Chilling. He's chilling. <laughs> Anywhere. You know what I'm saying? He's he like, do, 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 probably off with somebody else. This, and you on Facebook. Living going. his best life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you on Facebook going completely off. I'm just like, that's Why? a whole sermon, Jackie. That's a whole sermon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you even giving that? the energy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if he doesn't want to be a father then this is this is just totally you know um this is i'm talking about if he doesn't want to be a father or if he doesn't want to have anything to do with either you or your child listen put him on child support and keep it moving listen that baby still got it well before okay. you said that i was gonna say that baby still gotta eat so get up and work <laughs> well yeah yeah um that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation it's so, it's so the content today is so rich i love these freestyles jackie you know <laughs> okay so can i ask them what did that incident teach about teach our young boys and girls i heard what you said about restraint and it could be because I have a Bible here. I'm really looking for a particular verse for the mm-hmm. end of the show, how we close the show out. Uh-huh. Um, but it could be, you know, th- just kind of the atmosphere that I'm in right now. But what, something about what you said about Chris's restraint, there was a part mm-hmm. of me that started to say, well, he also could have been, he also could have showed some of that same restraint before he opened his mouth to make that True that. But then... <laughs> Just the way you, just the way you kind of gave us the visual, right? And it is something that people have been talking about a little bit. Not, you're right. I haven't seen a lot of people talking about, you know, Chris's demeanor after he got slapped. Um, Because even like what I said, right? I was kind of joking, right? Just about being mollywopped on stage. But um, 
the something about the way you you helped us visualize it made me think about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. There are, it, it, it's very, very, very present in the Bible that there are times where he was like, "Look, you're supposed to turn the other cheek." And in that moment, again, he he probably shouldn't have said what he said about her, in my opinion, right? I don't know how mm-hmm. to feel about it, but in that moment after the slap, he literally turned the other cheek. Listen, there's a script. I think it's in Matthew, if I'm not mistaken. When they when they attempted to kidnap Jesus, they put the bag over his. I don't know if it was a bag. They put something over his head, and they were mocking Jesus. They they were slapping Jesus with this cover with this whatever it was they put over his face. Mm-hmm. And they said, "If you're the son of God, who slapped you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> tell us, tell us goofy who hit stuff. you. <laughs> Just goofy. I'm like." What? But you know what I'm saying? Jesus wasn't swinging. Mm-hmm. None of that. I was just like, now nah, that part. Oh, wait, no. When when Peter cut off homeboy ear. Right. <laughs> and Jesus goes back and gives him the ear. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is next level forgiveness, right? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm and saying? I, so- I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that. Chris Rock is is the next Jesus, but what I am saying, right, exactly, is, is the the amount of grace that it right. takes to be embarrassed that publicly, right? Yes, and there are there are going definitely going to be people that hear me and say, okay, well, he publicly bar- embarrassed Jada. Yes, I do believe that as well, mm-hmm. but the physicality of his embarrassment, right, exactly, um, was a little bit different. <laughs> Exactly. It was on a different level, right? Exactly. And then, you know, but Chris, he was he was cracking jokes about many people in the audience. And it see, was yes, like he he it was like two other people before he even got to Will and Jada that he that he was cracking jokes on. And you know, they everybody else, they 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 mustered up the ability to just laugh it off or just dismiss it or something like that. And and I know people have been saying that, you know, Jada was very has been very public about, you know, uh, her battle with alopecia. Me personally, I haven't heard I didn't know she had it. Mm. I thought I thought that that was that that, that was voluntary. You know, cuz a lot of women are are shaving their heads off and and wear shaving their heads. Shaving their hair off. And you know, and going bald just just because they want to, you know. What I'm saying mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't know that um, she was battling with alopecia, and so it. But it also, you know, people they were pointing out that <clears throat> I'm sorry that it wasn't until Will saw her face because yes. he was laughing initially. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until he saw her face, and when she rolled her eyes, that's when he was like, "Oh, oh, dag." you know, now let me get up and do something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. That part, I really don't understand that part, you know, because you laughed at first. Well, I've seen a lot of men posting about, and it's so crazy because I've had a couple people like literally tell me this year and the last part of last year that I should read his book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of men in particular posting about some of the things that he's talked about in his book and his memoir and um, feelings of inadequacy about being able to protect women in his life, feelings mm-hmm. of lacking. Yeah, that's the only way I, that's the only way I could put it. Inadequacy and lacking are the themes of, again, these posts about some of the things that he says in his book and it's so funny that we're talking that you mentioned um you know what you put out there what you put in the atmosphere right mm-hmm. and what you uh share publicly now I don't want a young person to hear us and think like if you're going through something that you shouldn't be right if you're going through an experience that is traumatic and you're living through that every day that's not we're not saying don't seek help oh right we are saying sometimes your personal business <laughs> Mm-hmm. don't need to be public business okay absolutely um that that doesn't include family secrets that are holding you in hostage right or oh yeah bondage but um I, I just being able to see black men respond you know in in such a way it's interesting because I I I, I feel like there's a double-edged sword that's not the right fr- uh phrase but I feel like I can see it from two ways, from two Mm -hmm. vantage points, right? Mm -hmm. So here we have two 
like really, really wealthy black man, two black men that have been in media for a long time, right? And have had, uh, I'm using air quotes, successful, whatever you deem successful to be. Um, mm-hmm. Societally, you know, deem su- successful careers in entertainment, yeah. which uses media, <laughs> which, right. you know, in popular culture that uses, um, you know, a lot of the things that we have in our face all the time, news, um, TV, uh TV, YouTube, everything, right? Movies. Um, <laughs> dare I even say cartoons, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and and documentaries too, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Will is on National Geo. National Geo. Uh, Chris Rock did <laughs> not for colored girls. Get did Hair. Dark Girls. And I think like, there was a, a second one called Light Light Girls or something like that too. But the reason I, I'm kind of positioning it this way is because, again, I'm very conflicted about it, right? It sparked what I feel like is really starting to become healthy conversation about how we act in public or how we behave in public and what should and shouldn't be, you know, acceptable, not as just a Black person, but definitely as a Black person in media, definitely as a Black person living in a very, um, a very white influenced world right Mm -hmm. but then on the other end of that I'm conflicted because we have a person who even though you know I I heard you say I haven't seen the full-on Oscars right for this year so um, I just imagine though people who watched what he said about her and think that it's okay boys you know humiliating young girls and go to school and think that that's okay. I also see, again, how we we talk about how so many fights go on at school. Well, we, I had had some really great conversations with some young people this week, right? Mm -hmm. And in one of those conversations, I was talking to two brothers. And I look at them as like my little younger brothers, younger cousins, right? Because um, I'm younger than their mom, but not that much younger, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my little brother used to, because, you know, we didn't have any boys in the house but him. He used to like spend whole weekends at their house because it was six Mm -hmm. of them. And they like the youngest two left, right? Um, And one of them, the older one, um, is 15. Mm -hmm just got his permit like you know he's a sophomore in high school and he was showing me two fights that happened in, in his school that were filmed in a day right mm. um and then we got to talking about the young man who um you know fell off the roller coaster we got to talking about just a whole range of different things that have happened and that our children have access to because they have phones yeah. um, and the thing that i really left that conversation with was <sighs> Because there was a point where we were talking about, again, uh, multiple things, but there was a point where I had to ask them, oh, <laughs> something else that happened in, without, you know, in the past couple of weeks. Um, the young lady on live who um, ends up taking her little cousin's life and then taking her own life. Yeah. Now, mind you, I'm talking to a 15-year-old and a 13-year-old, I mean, a 12-year-old or maybe 13-year-old, right? He just mm-hmm. had a birthday. My, it's too many of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I mm-hmm. But I say all that to say, after the conversation, I had to ask them, what did you learn from this? Mm. I think one of the things that we, as parents, as educators, well, maybe not as educators, but definitely as parents, one of the things I wish I would see more is if we're, one, of the things I wish I would see more is a couple of them. I'm going to try to be short though. One of the things I wish I would see more is digesting popular culture, consuming social media with your child. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I know you can't control what they do every hour, every minute, every second of the day. Right. And a lot of it ain't even, what I'm going to say isn't even about control. Right. It's about teaching and reaching your child. Right. Um, but I wish we consumed more with our children so they could see our natural reactions to the things, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so they can get a better understanding of what we as parents deem acceptable. Because again, teaching starts at home, right? right? 
Um, and then secondly, I wish that there were more spaces and that more parents, because again, a lot of us are in survival mode versus thriving. Mm-hmm. I wish parents weren't bombarded with so many things that more of us could have actual time to talk about some of the things that we see or some of the things that are happening around us, right? Societally that our children are privy to. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause again, I had to ask them, well, what did y'all learn from this? And some of the things that they said, I was like, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, honey. Um, but, and I, I don't want to share cause that was a very personal conversation and their mom was present too. Um, but she, I will say she trusts me enough um, because we, she, again, she's known me for so long. We go to church together. Um, she trusts me enough that I have had conversations with these same two boys in a group setting, um, you know, with other adults around. And again, they have really shared some things and I'm just like, Ooh, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but this, this particular conversation, I just feel, I feel like I want to keep it close right to my heart. Yeah. And pray about it. So I will share uh, uh, an episode from Blackish <laughs> to kind of okay. put what I'm sharing or what I'm trying to explain into perspective, right? And to help people visualize it. So there was this episode that I was watching. And mind you, my daughter has been asking me if she could watch Blackish, right? She's coming into these conversations. And y'all know she asked me some very, very in, um, inquisitive you know, very, uh, for a seven-year-old, she asks questions and I'm just like, girl, where did you, right. whose child are you? <laughs> um, but she's been asking a lot of questions around race. Um, and then sometimes I have to think like, oh, okay, you my child, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's been asking to watch Blackish. I also understand that, you know, when I'm not around, if she's not in school, she's normally with my grandmother. My grandmother watches Blackish, right? Okay. Um, so, and also like old episodes too. Like my daughter's asking to watch from the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there's this episode that after she went to sleep, I continued watching, right? Cause I haven't, I haven't watched all of them. Um, and definitely not all of them from the beginning when the kids of the family are small, right? right. So there's this one episode where um, Andre, the father, is really trying to figure out how to talk to his son about, um, about, and see, I'm trying to be cognizant of what I say, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, He's trying to talk to his, figure out the best way and the the best approach to talk to his son about the birds and the bees. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) um, they named it, though, right? Um, so at this point, again, he's not the older, you know, son that we see right now in some of the episodes. He is, I don't know, maybe 12, 13, right? So he's the same age as the young boys that I'm talking to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with their mom. And you can see the struggle that his father, Andre, is having because he didn't get to have those conversations with his dad. And right. then also the dad lives in the house. So he's having um, again, these same kind of struggles because the dad is like really getting on him like, you know, you shouldn't have started this. You know, you didn't mess this up. You know, why did you do this? Right. So mm-hmm. he's getting it up from both ends. Um, some of the conversations, though, he's like really dreading the conversations. And then he goes and starts hiding from the sun. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I say that to say. um I know that it can be daunting. I know that it can be exhausting. But if you find a moment, even if it's two minutes, to be able to share um, and to be able to listen with your children, right, about the things that they see, like I said earlier, the things that they hear and the things that happen even throughout the school day that some of their friends show them, right, Mm -hmm. or some of their, their friends or classmates expose them to. Just the fact that you're listening, <laughs> yeah. I think also, you know, helps them. So you might not have, you might not know how to respond to it. You might not know how to explain it for, you know, or better explain it for them. Um, and sometimes it doesn't take that, I guess is what I'm saying. Sometimes it really just takes them being able to hear their own words out loud mm-hmm. in front of a trusted adult. Absolutely. Hmm. Huh. I, well, 
as we start to wrap up this conversation, I I hope that I hope that young people, because our young people have been seeing a lot. They have been exposed to a lot, you know, and a lot of questionable adult behavior, right? All the stuff that we tell them, don't do, that's not good, whatever, you know, you're better than this, that, and however they are being berated with the opposite, right? Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know if Will Smith, you know, thought about um, uh, what his children might think about that or, or or whatever, you know. But I know that there are a lot of young people, of course, that look up to him, you know, because of, you know, like the various productions that he was in and so forth. Um, you know, and even like, even in the, in the music industry, I don't know if, cause I know I've heard a lot of entertainers say that it's not their job to babysit your child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's part, part of that is true. Right. Right. That, that's not, that's not their job. If you don't want your children to know Megan the Stallion's songs, honey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not her job. That's not her responsibility that your daughter knows how to twerk just like her so and again going back to saying how personal parenting could be you know because I'm pretty sure you can have this debate all day long but ultimately you know if we're here for the youth as parents youth advocates you know so that's what YDWW is about you know our our, our intentions at the end of the day should be directed toward what's best for our young people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I, I'm just over here speculating. I don't know. But um, if anything, I guess that would be like my closing word, if you will. Um, people have been exposed to so much, so much, you know, whether it be violence social media fighting on tv you know man you know they are they are seeing so much of the opposite that we are trying to tell them to do so much of the opposite and i'm just like god i don't know what's what it's going to take you know or or whatever because again everyone raises their children how they deem fit you know and good, bad, or indifferent. I'm not sure how that conversation should look or go, but I mean, because I know that there is no, um, it seems like, I guess this is the question that, that I I had a while ago, I thought about today. I know that there is no, it seems like there should be some sort of universal rule when it comes to parenting. I don't know if there are, because again, I'm not a parent. So, but I would think that, yeah, of course, every parent is different. Every child is different. Every circumstance is different. But I wonder, is there still some sort of universal rule that every parent should abide by? Mm. I don't know. <clears throat> that sounds like a Facebook Live to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know, maybe we need to work that out. We need to work that out. Um, Universal rule. You know, this isn't, this is a little bit, uh, I won't say unrelated, but it's more loosely related. As you were talking and asking the question, the thought came to my mind. I've heard, so (laughs) y'all know, I used to say, um, I don't have it. So people who would ask before I had some in, I would say, uh, who would ask, you know, if I had kids, I'd be like, no, I got the kind of kids I could get back. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. For those who are listening, uh, Samia, I think that those words kind of bite me in the butt, right? Because I have one child that is literally, I feel like she has the mind of five children. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm saying this to say, um, sometimes, you know, I joke and I, you know, I um, say things in jest, but I only have one child. And as Jackie was asking this question, I thought about the fact that I hear a lot of people 
who have multiple children, a lot of parents who have multiple children in a household, um, talking about the fact that uh, their parenting styles have to be different. And that sometimes what you do for one child isn't sufficient or doesn't work for the other child. And normally they talk about discipline. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I wonder um, when we do have this conversation um, about, you know, whether there's universal roles, we definitely have to tap into some people that have got a lot of kids in the house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Because I want to ask them that question too. Man, it's been a good talk, Jackie. It has. It has. This is really, really good. You know, a lot of questions, a lot of pondering. And uh, for those that are listening, if you want to weigh in, you know, do you think that there are some sort of universal rule or should there be? I don't know. You know, I don't know who would make up that rule or I don't know. But do you believe that there are some sort of universal rules when it comes to parenting? Uh, leave it in the comments. Um, follow us on Facebook, Youth Development, What's Working and What's Not. Um, Instagram, YDWW Chicago. And subscribe. Hello. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know that we are on Amazon Podcast right now? Honey. Hello. <laughs> Every text. I'm just like, look, look, look at God. It's something new. You know, oh, hello. Us to, you hello. Know, venture out into. Listen, so if you are, if you listen to your music through Amazon, you know, they have a podcast feature on Amazon where you can now find YDWW. So we are on Apple, Google, Spotify, if you still listen to Spotify, you know, Uh, so Amazon. So you can catch us literally on all your major podcast platforms, you know, again, follow us on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And so with that, uh, Tyra, do you want to say something nice to people? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. So in keeping with uh, today's episode title, <laughs> with our impromptu episode title, I just kind of threw out there. Um, what are we teaching our children? So this, this, uh, the word flattery came into my mind. So I did a little quick little Bible search, y'all. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that is a parent that believes in God, I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. So Romans 16, 18 says for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. Mm. This is the part I need y'all to listen to by smooth talking flattery. They deceive the minds of naive people. Don't let, um, the smooth talk and the flattery of this world deceive your children. Uh-oh. That's it. That's all I can have. <laughs> listen, listen, the word speaks for itself, you know, whether, whether you believe that or not, you know, that just shut down the whole conversation right then and there. So, and on the- <laughs> y'all see what I got through? <laughs> listen, I mean, what really, what, I mean, what, what's your comeback after that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what you gonna say? Nothing. <laughs> I love you. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we will catch you next Friday on some platform. platform. (laughs) I love it. Because we never know where we going to (laughs) be. We need help with that. (laughs) (laughs) We going to be on some platform. Whether you go you gonna see uh well you know when our episodes drop because you know you get the notifications if you subscribe they pop up you know whatever podcast platform that you at so you know we either recorded something or we usually you know send out because uh, we broadcast on Facebook Live through Streamyard and so Streamyard allows you to put up um like a little announcement or something beforehand um and it gives you like the facebook live notification before your broadcast actually starts so and then if we're going to be on ig we usually just pop up on ig so i don't know what that's about but so i y'all let me just share though the fact that she says on some platforms like <laughs> every week and I just be like, Jackie, it's it's more it's more to this than what you let know <laughs> every week. It tickles my soul. Okay. It's funny to but me. But they y'all. know we gonna we gonna be somewhere. <laughs> we gonna be somewhere. And can I also say Jackie? <laughs> congratulations. Um, <laughs> y'all. 
well oh actually before i say that um if it, if you didn't know where we was gonna be at the end of the week that's on you because you, <laughs> you should be subscribing you know we giving good content you know you laughing with us you know you kicking with us like come on now <sighs> you know we help with us it's your fault you should you should be more in tune with the tools and the resources that you have okay oh, i love all y'all thank y'all for listening but also <laughs> congratulations to jackie and project Thanks. increase um because over the past what week week and yes yes we got some really really good news so i just wanted to say uh a public congratulations because mm-hmm. honey is working out here in these streets, okay? Listen, Don't ask her what she doing? She working. <laughs> listen, listen. We are a movement over here, okay? I'm gonna keep saying that. You know, project increase. Listen to me. We we are a movement up in here, and so we will not stop until we tear down all of these barriers of communication between youth and adults. So be on the lookout for more a project increase in these streets there needs to be like a round of applause right there (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all y'all have an awesome weekend and we will catch you next week bye bye